Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the 24th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord God opens my ear that I may hear, and I have not rebelled, have not turned back. I give my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard, my face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. The Lord God is my help, therefore I am not disgraced. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. He is near who upholds my right. If anyone wishes to oppose me, let us appear together. Who disputes my right? Let that man confront me. See, the Lord God is my help. Who will prove me wrong? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice in supplication, because he has inclined his ear to me the day I called. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. The cords of death encompassed me. The snares of the neverworld seized upon me. I fell into distress and sorrow, and I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, save my life. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Gracious is the Lord and just. Yes, our God is merciful. The Lord keeps the little ones. I was brought low and he saved me. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. For he has freed my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. I shall walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. A reading from the letter of St. James. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister has nothing to wear and has no food for the day, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm, and eat well, but you do not give them the necessities of the body, what good is it? So also faith of itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Indeed, someone might say, You have faith, and I have works. Demonstrate your faith to me without works, and I will demonstrate my faith to you from my works. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus and his disciples set out for the villages of Caesarea Philippi. Along the way, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others one of the prophets. And he asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter said to him in reply, You are the Christ. Then he warned them not to tell anyone about him. He began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and rise after three days. He spoke this openly. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. 
At this, he turned around and looking at his disciples, rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. He summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning, Kevin. We are starting out with the 24th Sunday of Ordinary Time. Yes, and uh, today's first reading comes from Isaiah. Uh, This is actually part of the third suffering servant song so say that uh, fast yeah exactly no kidding (laughs) (laughs) you notice how i carefully said that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but anyway this is a great follow-on if you remember last week's gospel christ said to the deaf man ephatha be open and what a wonderful follow-on that we see this week yeah yeah we um it begins with the words the lord god opens my ear that i may hear And like you said, last week in the gospel, we heard about how Jesus healed the man who was deaf and mute. But, you know, we got to remember, you know, something very important about Jesus' ministry. It wasn't just about going around healing everybody who was sick and lame. It was more importantly, his ministry was focused on healing the soul. But, you know, we are human beings. And we need to think in terms that are you know, more tangible to flesh and blood. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think it really opens up very well with this, you know, be opened. And of course, this is a great messianic prophecy. I've not rebelled. I've not turned back. I gave my back to those who beat me and my cheeks to those who plucked my beards, my beard. You know, so again, what a beautiful direct, really a fulfillment of this prophecy, of course, that we see in Christ. A thing I guess I wanted and while I was, was thinking about this is, you know, not only did that prefigure the passion, but I really think that this also prefigures the Christian life too, doesn't it? You mentioned, you know, uh, it doesn't say in our contract uh, that there's going to be no suffering. We have to pick up right. our cross. And and this is what we embrace, really, is the fact that we will be in this, in this world that has sin. We will be um, ridiculed. We will be um, mocked because of our faith. We will be, you know, questioned, pushed aside. But in the end, it's the truth that's going to come forth. And the beauty and how we live that faith is really what's important. But really, to your point, though, we really do think in terms of though flesh and blood in terms of earthly, don't we? Right. So these things that we're t- talking about, you know, I give my back to those who beat me and my cheeks to those who pluck me. Of course, that's part of the messianic um, prophecy. But how it applies to us, those things do not become deterrence because we know that that God, our strength and our and our um, everything that holds us up is kind of come from God, and God does use miraculous happenings. You know, He, he communicates us uh, with us sometimes through miraculous happenings, but more often, He speaks to us through the common everyday love of family and friends, and through our hopes and our dreams and our joys and our sorrows that we experience in life. Right, and of course, the first reading ends. The Lord God is my help. Who will prove me wrong? You know, I mean, obviously in our life, we're going to have some people who may try to shame us or Mm -hmm. shame other people. I I do think that, you know, truth eventually will always come out. It will always win. And we always know that the Lord is always with his servants. So I think our call from this prophet Isaiah reading today is to be open to his ways, which is hard, right? (laughs) But if we be open to his ways, 
hear those ways and actually say yes, because what that does is that requires us putting our faith into action. And that's a great segue into the second reading. We hear a little bit about faith and works. And, and you know, we sometimes tend to think of salvation, we as Catholics, in terms of future terms. But there's the question here, if we're talking about faith and works, Carla, have you been saved? Well, of course I have been saved. You have. Through my baptism. Exactly. That, and that's, is, get, that, that gets me on the road to, to, to the journey of working on my salvation. Really? That, that's exactly right. And that's why I just wanted to bring that up quickly because... It's important for us as Catholics to realize that salvation is a process and it begins when the first per- when the person first becomes a Christian in yep. baptism. It continues to the rest of our life and it's completed when we stand before God in the judgment. So that's where, again, all of these things that we bring that we have discussing this month, how there is the reality of sin around us, but we have the strength from Christ and we put that faith into action. This is all part of that process of salvation. So we can confidently say, I have been saved, I am being saved, and I will be saved. That's it. (laughs) Well, you know, talking about faith, it's really something that uh, we cannot measure by what we learn about God. Faith, rather, can be measured by how well we've come, we've learned to love Him. And it's important to learn what we can about God and you know who God is, but we can't just stop there. If we want to grow in faith, we have to learn to see God's presence in our lives. And that daily awareness begins to grow. And our relationship with God also begins to grow. And eventually, we're going to find ourselves talking with Him and depending on His grace just to get through the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. And, and here's kind of like, a, since since faith and works to me are so intimately tied together, there's there's this love to me is not only receiving, but giving. And there's a little example I like to kind of think in my head about, uh, if you think about in Israel, the Sea of Galilee and the, the Dead Sea, and both of them are connected through uh, with the Jordan River. But the difference is the fact that at the Sea of Galilee, you have the, an inlet, you have this fresh water coming into the sea, then you have the body of water, and then you have an outgo, or you have a flow. So in other words, there's this giving, and then a receive, or I'm sorry, a receiving, mm-hmm. and then a giving. Okay. Well, the Dead Sea, of course, out of the Sea of Galilee, you have the Jordan River flows into the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea only receives. And it's a reason why they call it the Dead Sea, because nothing's oh. there. But the process of the Sea of Galilee receiving and then giving is a to me a beautiful keeps it alive and thriving right yeah that's where that life is the life of love right Uh. and and so to me that that life and and love itself is this process of surrendering our will to god's will and losing our life and that uh for not only losing our life but for the sake of the gospel Mm -hmm. and that's where i think jesus in the gospel asks us this critical question, you know, (laughs) who do you say that I am? You know, so this is where now we also have to answer that question, don't we? Yes, we do. And in this gospel reading, Jesus told his disciples that if he want, if if they wanted to follow him, that they were going to have to pick up their cross. Think about that, you know, pick up your torture, your instrument of torture and follow me. And, you know, not to mention the shame of being hung up stark naked for the whole town to see. Experts tell us that crucifixion was also an excruciatingly painful way to die. So telling people to pick up their cross and follow him wasn't a very good marketing strategy if Jesus was trying to convince people to become his followers. 
but he was preparing them for a life of rejection and separation from worldly values. You know, God doesn't give us a cross to bear simply for the sake of bearing a cross. The crosses God gives us are prepared for us out of fatherly love, and the crosses that he gives us are uniquely designed for each one of us. They help us to learn to let go of things that are keeping us away from him. You know, we can pick up our daily crosses lovingly, and in our day-to-day tasks, we can go about our day as if everything we are doing, we're doing for Jesus. God doesn't give us little daily crosses to punish us, but to help us learn self-discipline and to keep focused on the big picture of salvation. And for many of us, there's going to come a time that God is going to ask us to carry an even heavier cross And it will have been because of our lifetime of daily exercising in carrying the smaller crosses that we will be prepared to carry the heavier ones. And I am so thankful that St. Peter didn't get that right away. (laughs) Because, (laughs) Because it gives me hope. Because yet, after all the time with Christ... And him saying, you know, I'm going to go to to Jerusalem and they are going to kill me. And yet, Peter, you know, God love him, right? Lord, forbid that this happens to you, right? I mean, you're the Messiah. This shouldn't shouldn't be happening. You should be in glory. And yet, Christ lovingly rebukes him. Get behind me, Satan. You are not thinking as God does, but as human beings do. And that's really all these daily crosses to me that you mentioned. That's that process of, of turning our our thoughts and our actions around to being more in alignment with Christ and less of the world. And so as Christ asked the apostles, Christ always asked us, but who do you say that I am? And what is our answer? Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. <laughs>